0: Why does it sound like that when you pick up the phone?
1: I'm I'm chewing right now.
0: Um, How are you doing? I'm okay. Yesterday, I called up my sister Hadil to check in on her. Earlier that morning, she had sent a text to our family group chat about her job. She works at a clinic with kids. Wait, so what's going on? Well, at first, my boss said things might
1: be a little difficult for a couple of weeks but after that like we should be able to get things back and running.
0: Like a lot of companies my sister's clinic has slowed down because of the coronavirus pandemic and even though her boss had just told her that things would be fine they weren't. I'm Rima Hres and welcome to This is Uncomfortable, a show from Marketplace about life and how money messes with it. So if I sound different, it's because I am recording this from my cramped closet at home. Our whole team is working remotely now, as I'm sure many of you are. And I'll be real with y'all. We had something else planned for this week's show, but the coronavirus pandemic, it's impacting everyone. Their livelihoods, their jobs, their money. So we wanted to bring you some snapshots of what people are going through and how they're coping. So my sister says just a few days ago, her boss reassured everyone that it'd be just a matter of time before they're back at work. So Hadiel was not stressing.
1: Yeah, like I could take a couple of weeks to relax, whatever. And then the next day, like I was sitting down at the kitchen table about to eat dinner with my husband and my son, and... My friends start texting me. They're like, do you just get laid off? Do you just get laid off? And I was like, what? And I checked my Outlook email and it, there it was.
0: So, my sister lost her job. Dude, I'm so sorry, Hattien.
1: It just felt surreal. Like, I don't know. She copied and pasted the same email to every person in the clinic.
0: Oh, wow. Would you feel comfortable sharing the email? Yeah, give me
1: a second. <clears throat> Sorry, I have, like, 80 tabs open because so I'm trying to apply for, like, stay-at-home jobs.
0: You're already applying for jobs? Oh, yeah. I feel like
1: applying for jobs is, like, a second job. It really a, is. Is, a, it is. It is a job.
0: job. Hadeel finally finds the right tab and reads the email.
1: Hi, Hadil. It is with the heaviest heart that I sent you this email. It's really long, so we don't have to—I'm yeah. not going to read all of it, but. After another wild and stressful day of consulting lawyers, our accountant, and other small business owners in our area, I've made an extremely difficult decision. Starting March 21st, you're effectively laid off.
0: The last line of the email said they hope to hire Hadil back eventually. But my sister isn't optimistic. It's like, when is that going to be? And how do you know some of the clients will stay at that clinic?
1: You might lose some positions. Like it's, it's just not guaranteed.
0: So, what, what did you think of? Like, what went through your head when you first got that email?
1: I just, I felt like I kind of like failed because I'm like laid off. I didn't do anything wrong. Like, Aww. and so when I got that, I was just like, crap. I'm out of a job. Like, what do I do? Like, now I don't have a purpose in life.
0: My sister, ever since we were kids, has been someone who's really hard on herself. And I mean, for over a decade, she's been an educator, a profession she's proud of. So it's not really just a loss of income. She's lost a part of her identity. She says there are bright spots. You know, she gets to spend more quality time with her three-year-old son, and her husband is still working. So financially, they'll be okay. But still, it's difficult in this moment to not feel weighed down by negative thoughts and that kind of like felt like i disappointed mama and baba. Wait, why do you say that? Um
1: because like mama and baba have been with the same job for 20 years and like and you too, like you stuck with one job here. You were still there, you know? And here i am like, oh, I don't like this school. Let me go to this school. Let me go to this school." Like i keep moving
0: around. No, Hadid, literally you did nothing wrong in this situation. Like you can't I know, I know. you can't think of it as a personal failure. And, like, Mama yeah. and Baba sympathize with you. They're not, like, upset or anything. Okay. Obviously. Did you talk to them on the phone?
1: No. Uh, I, I don't really like talking on the phone that much. <laughs> um, that I
0: know. You never pick up my calls. <laughs> I was just close to ignoring it until I was eating my dinner. But Wait, you were about, about to ignore my deadlock. call? Okay. <laughs> you're so rude. I'm <laughs> just kidding. To be fair, my sister doesn't always pick up our calls because she's always running around. Like, she's up at 5.30 working out. She's always playing games with her kid. And in her spare time, she's writing a self-help book. And now she's even busier with those job applications. First things first, I applied for unemployment and then looked for other jobs. What was it like filing for unemployment?
1: Well, I couldn't finish it last night because the website kept crashing. Oh, really?
0: Everyone's on it.
1: So I had to wake up early this morning and complete it.
0: So how many jobs have you applied to so far?
1: Oh my god. I have no idea.
0: Wait, it's like that just many? right now in
1: the past couple of hours. Oh yeah. Just in the past couple of hours I have
0: three, four, five. Six, my sister seven, is a eight, licensed nine, teacher with a master's degree and she's been applying to tutoring jobs, to online teach, but she's also submitting apps to random places like call centers where she'd make about twelve dollars an hour. I even thought about, like,
1: Postmates and Rover.
0: What's Rover? Pet sitting,
1: essentially. But as I was starting to fill it out, it was like, how many years experience do you have
0: taking care of pets? I was like, mm. zero. Mom and Baba didn't let us have pets. <laughs> <laughs> but on a more serious note, all of this has really unfolded in just a matter of hours. And my sister, she's still trying to process it all. I didn't think,
1: like, coronavirus was going to affect me. Like, that sounds selfish, but I was like, I know it's affecting the economy. And it's affecting the the world at a large, but I didn't think it would personally affect my life.
0: Right, right. Okay, let's go. Hurry, hurry. At that moment, her three-year-old son, who's very cute, interrupted us.
1: I'm going to watch a movie. I'm going to watch Let It Go. Let it go. Sorry. Yeah, but the you scene just came aside. But yeah, I have just kinda of like feeling a little down.
0: Mm, I'm sorry. Um I'm gonna have to go. Okay, okay, I'll let you go. All right. Okay, anyway. okay I love, I love you. you. Up until recently, the coronavirus pandemic has felt like something far away. This thing we can just read about in the headlines. And now, suddenly, it's hard not to know someone who's being impacted in a really serious way. We want to keep covering how this pandemic is affecting people's jobs and financial situations and how they see themselves. Maybe you have a story like my sister's and are currently figuring out your next steps. Or maybe you're a workaholic who's suddenly also a stay-at-home parent. If you want to share what you're going through, you can shoot us a note at uncomfortableatmarketplace.org. I'd really love to hear from y'all. All right, coming up after the break, some positivity.
1: Grandma, can you hear me? Uh, you know what? I'm on a dumb phone. How are you, honey? I'm good. How
3: are you? Oh, you know what? I'm, I'm just fine.
0: I wish I had a few people here to talk to us all. Well. That's Elaine, our producer Haley's grandma. Can you imagine? I'm 95
3: years old and never... Never has a thing like this happened. No one has gotten off easy with this thing. It's bad for everybody.
0: Yeah, it feels impossible to find someone who hasn't been impacted in some way. So we put together this kind of audio care package from us to you. We asked our family and friends and some strangers six feet away from us on the street, "How are you all coping right now?" Here's six-year-old Olivia.
4: Uh.
3: Pretty much doing boring stuff. Doing chores, going to the store for my mom to get something.
1: It's boring.
0: There's no playdates. For adults who are seeing people, they're dealing in their own way. Like Erica, she's a hairdresser in Los Angeles and says if she's lucky, three people will walk through the door in a day. But she's not just taking any client.
1: I'm not taking anyone if they have any kind of anything. If they come in and have a sniffle, they turn around.
0: Really? So if someone comes in and sniffles, you're like, nope, leave. Yeah. Marissa is a public defender in New Hampshire who's currently working from home full time. To de-stress, she recently bought this thing she's always wanted but never found a reason for. Melodica. Yeah, I didn't know what that was either. A
2: melodica looks like a tiny little piano, but there's a straw at the end, and you blow into it, and it sounds like a little accordion.
0: It kind of looks like a kid's toy. You can get it for about $20.
2: I love it! I've been playing little tangos on it, a little besame
0: mucho. And then there are the professional musicians, like Abby. She's a freelance violinist, but her classes and recordings, they're all canceled. The entire
1: entertainment industry has just come to a complete halt and I don't know when that's going to
0: resume and it's probably going to be, you know, a while. So now as a sort of creative outlet, she's been writing music with friends. Like they just made this pretty cool beat.
1: Very like cathartic.
0: Um, We kind of like
1: forget about what's going on and we're very much into the moment and creating something that's beautiful, something that we can connect with.
0: And when she's not doing that, she highly recommends playing some PS4.
1: Like, if we're going to be stuck inside, what am I going to do? Like, I need to keep myself busy, and I do enjoy playing video games, so why not?
0: People we talked with say they're just trying to do more things they normally wouldn't. Like calling those old college friends they've put off, or having board game nights with their family. Someone was even listening to all of the Harry Potter books on tape. She's on book six already. Then there's Tim.
3: Uh, one of my friends and I are looking to start a book club. So I think what we're going to do is uh, get the book, read it, uh, read you know a few chapters, and then uh, meet together in a prospect park and sit a safe distance away from each other and yell our thoughts on the book back and forth.
0: One woman we talked with, Denise, she's been finding comfort in a different kind of book.
3: Because Jesus can get you through it. I have no clue what's going on, but... Pray to God that things work out, that it'll get better each day.
0: And for those less inclined to look towards religion, sometimes it's just helpful to reframe the situation. That's what Allison, who's a social worker, recommends.
4: I think I would tell someone who isn't in a good headspace right now to do something that I've tried to do, which is change the way they're talking or thinking of themselves right now. And instead of saying something like, Ugh, I have to stay home, or ugh, I have to work alternating shifts. That they say something like, I get to stay home right now, or I get to continue to work. You know, I get that time I often tell myself I don't have.
0: We asked her if there's a song that she's had on repeat lately that gives her comfort, and she said, Take It Easy by the Eagles.
4: Don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy. Lighten up while you still can. Don't even try to understand. Just find a place to make your stand and take it easy. (laughs) Take it
3: easy. I have no reason to complain. I really don't. I have control over my life. That's the biggest thing is is having your brain working well and mm-hmm. being in control.
2: Does that make you feel comforted right now?
3: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I am my own boss.
0: All right. I hope y'all are doing well and taking care of yourselves and each other. Also, if you haven't already, please subscribe to our email newsletter. This week we've got the story of a vacation that got canceled because of coronavirus, along with a few ways our team is keeping busy with more time at home. You can subscribe at marketplace.org/comfort. Do it. This is Uncomfortable is me, Rima Grace, Megan Dietry, Haley Hirschman, Peter Balanon Rosen, and Daisy Palacios. Our intern is Daniel Martinez. Tony Wagner is our digital producer. Drew Jostad is our engineer. Editing support this week from Eliza Mills. Satara Nieves is the executive director of On Demand. Deb Clark is the senior vice president and general manager of Marketplace. And our theme music is by Wonderly. All right, I'll catch y'all next week.
2: Is there anything that you do that's like, that you look forward to or that's making you happy that's kind of like helping distract you
3: oh i'm so glad that you called yeah (laughs) now you made my day talking to your backseat
2: babies about money can be so hard in fact you probably don't even know where to start so that's where the newest version of the million bazillion academy steps in our email newsletter course you can start whenever and you'll get a new lesson each week that you and your kids can complete at your own pace. They'll learn about crypto, the stock market, and so much more. And best of all, it's free. Million Bazillion Academy, making kids smarter about money. Sign up today at marketplace.org academy.